listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. My name is Daniel. And I'm April. And it's just the two of us tonight. We've got a bonus review of Aladdin coming your way. But before we dive into all of that, we want to make sure, as always, to let you know, you can follow us on social media. We'd love to interact with you guys there. So like us on Facebook. Uh, You can search the Screeners Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. We definitely want to see you there. Uh, Join in the conversation. We love it when you guys give us feedback, give us uh, talk to us about the episodes, interact with us there because we really want to hear that stuff. And while you're at it, we don't plug this as often as we should. But hey, if if you can leave us a review wherever you're downloading the episode, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere else like that, make sure to leave us a review. That really helps other people find the show and uh, so that they can plug in. So if you like what you hear, leave us a review and that would help us a lot. We might even give you a shout out on the show. We, we definitely will give you a shout out on the show. So make sure you go ahead and do that. All right, so today's review is Aladdin. Before we dive into the review, the box office was was very surprising. People had some kind of low expectations for Aladdin's box office, um, mm-hmm. including you and I. Yeah. Uh, where did so so we have our summer movie wager going on? If you if you didn't listen to our summer movie wager episode, you should definitely go and check that out. But it's where we you know bet on on what movies are going to do well this summer at the box office. Uh, so where did Aladdin land for you on your top ten, April? So it barely made my top 10. I, I almost oh, didn't man. even put it on. It's number 10 in my oh, top 10. Oh, man. So it wasn't, I don't think it was the best choice for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't do much better. It's, I've got it at eight. Yeah. So, uh, and with that box off, it's, it's probably looking at number five at least, yeah. I, would, I, I would guess. Um, I'm, I'm just really embarrassed that I put, I put Detective Pikachu at number four. And that grossed like half as much in its opening weekend as yeah. Aladdin did. So we should have known uh, it's Disney. Yeah, it but is. Oh, the trailer just yeah. didn't. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, I guess. I guess I really underestimated its opening weekend. It, it grossed something like 113 million opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Which even if it was terrible, that was probably going to happen. It would just be word of mouth that would kind of sink it. Right. But word of mouth is actually uh, not half bad on this one. So, yeah. um, at least from it, audience reviews. From audience. So we will now dive in and see what the screeners had to say. So let's go ahead and dive into our review of Aladdin. You stumbled upon an opportunity. I can make you rich. Rich enough to impress a princess. What would I have to do? There's a cave of wonders. Bring me the lamp. who summons me i stand by my oath loyalty to wishes three i'm kidding watch this watch out uh. you don't wild me up you ain't never had a friend like me so now we're going to jump into our review of aladdin and imdb synopsis 
says the movie is a kind-hearted street urchin and a power-hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes mm. come true. Wow. And this Aladdin stars, of course, Will Smith as the genie, Mina Massad as Aladdin, Naomi Scott as Jasmine, Marwan Kanzari as Jafar, and the list goes on and on and on. So, Daniel, what was your main kind of takeaway from it? So, well, first I wanted to give kind of my opinion on the original Aladdin uh, from 92, uh, because I definitely think that color is what you think of any of these remakes. I think I think that that really what you think of the original, how how much it means to you or whatever mm-hmm. really matters. And I love Aladdin. Uh, it's not my favorite from from the Disney Renaissance era, but it's it's up there. I think it is one of the best of that era. Um, maybe just under Lion King yeah. and for me Tarzan. I think Aladdin might might be my third. So I love it. I love it a lot. I haven't watched it in years. In fact, I, I have to. I have a grievance to air. Mm. Uh, bef- my my wife and I wanted to watch the original because we hadn't seen it in years, and we're yeah. like, okay, we're gonna watch Aladdin, the new one. Let's catch up. And when w- we don't own it anywhere, and to my great disappointment, I discovered. You cannot rent this film digitally anywhere, ah. nor can nor can you purchase it digitally anywhere. That's anywhere. insane. I know. Even you on can't, Amazon? I, even on Amazon, iTunes, wow. it's nowhere to be found. I wanted to give them my money. Yes. I would have even purchased it. And, uh, and I couldn't even That's do that. Crazy. And I can't even buy the Blu-ray, an American Blu-ray at least, on Amazon, it's it's nowhere. I can buy a European region Blu-ray uh, of Aladdin, and that's it. Disney so, man, crazy. They got it's crazy. Ugh, they just so that made me really angry. So I wasn't able to watch the original. So I haven't seen it in in quite a few years. But I do have a good memory of it. So yes. um, so I do love it a lot. So with this film, like we already kind of referenced. I definitely had low expectations for this one going in. I said mm-hmm. that on the podcast weeks ago, said it on the summer movie wager. I had very low expectations. The trailers were just bad. Yeah. Uh, the trailers were bad. It didn't look very good at all. Uh, there was a lot of iffiness here. And I- I'm-, I'm very comfortable in saying that I was completely wrong. I actually enjoyed this a lot more than I expected I would. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to start with the negatives uh, because there are definitely quite a few of those, but uh, I'll start with the negatives so that we can end on a positive note. So, so the negatives: the music is hit or miss. There are mm-hmm. some songs that I actually really loved, and then there are some that weren't so good. Um, in particular, the the new song "Speechless" yeah. was extraordinarily bland. It was just mm-hmm. so boring and didn't feel like it fit the film at all. And the scene in which it's really used uh shown off really well towards the end of the film it's is weird really weird really poorly done we can we can talk about that yeah. in, in more detail a little bit later but that didn't work for me at all uh could have been very easily cut from the film and we would have never even known mm-hmm. um the visual effects are also hit or miss sometimes they're very good and then sometimes they're not whenever genie is blue uh will smith's face just never seemed to quite fit the bulky blue yeah. frame um that always felt weird so, um, so yeah, the, the movie is also overly long, and you can feel it. It's mm-hmm. too long. Um, it's over two hours. 
And then, and then my last of the negatives, Jafar was he was fine as an actor, completely miscast. He did not fit this role at all. And for a film that's as well cast as this, which is one of my positives, he did not fit the bill. Uh, he's not. He, he didn't fit the character at all. They went young with the character, and that just didn't make any sense story wise. Yeah. So, um, so those, those were my, my negatives. But for the positives, because I really did like this movie. Will Smith saves this movie. Mm. He is a blast. Every time he's on the screen, he's hilarious and charismatic and all the things that we know Will Smith is. And he managed to do something wildly different from Robin Williams, but still executed the role very well. So he's easily the best part of the movie. Um, and then and then some of the music, like I said, some of it's not so good. But the, when it's good, it's really, really good. Um, in particular, it opens really strong with Arabian Nights. Mm-hmm. And it's like really big and percussive and just it really drew me in right away i was immediately i immediately in my head was like oh so i was wrong this is okay um so that went was really good prince ali was good a whole new world um i've I've listened to the soundtrack a few times and it's good it's good overall um and the like i said before the film was very well cast aladdin and jasmine have great chemistry and they actually feel like the characters from the animated film which is kind of remarkable um it's really well cast outside of jafar so yeah, the best compliment I can give the film is that while all of the other live-action remakes thus far have kind of felt like they were trying to be shot-for-shot remakes, this film feels like it's trying to do something slightly different. The music feels a little bit different. So yeah, I, I really appreciated that. So the movie is not great, but it's good. It's very, I think it's very solidly good, actually. Um, there were definitely a lot of problems with the film, but overall, I enjoyed it, and it's been a while since I've rewatched them all, but this might be my favorite of the live action remakes. Maybe. Wow. So That's saying I'm, a lot. It is. Well, I, I for one, I've 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 really thought they've been bland overall. I, I've not loved any of them. None. It's been uh, Beauty so, and the Beast, Jungle Book. Was yeah, there another? Uh, oh, and Dumbo. Cinderella. Dumbo. Oh, Cinderella. Which was, yeah. Which oh yeah, Dumbo they've was done, no good. Done quite Alice a few. in Wonderland. They've done quite mm. a few. And so all of those are fine for me, but none of them are like great. And this one's not great either, but I would say it might be the the best of of them. Perhaps it's been a while since I've seen Cinderella. I remember liking that one. But anyway, Aladdin is much better than I thought it would. What did you think of Aladdin? Because I think you, you shared my low expectations, right? Yes, I did share your low expectations. So I also thought the trailers just looked really cheesy and... Ugh, they should fire whoever yeah. did their trailers. Actually, no, I feel bad. Don't fire anyone because I said that. <laughs> um, okay, I do not think of it as highly as you do, unfortunately. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so for me, it took me about a good 15 to 20 minutes to really get into the story. For the first uh, several bit, little bit there, I it felt very theatrical to me. It kind of felt yeah, like I, I was watching a play on screen. Um, mm. I, I don't know if it was overacting or if it was just the way that they shot it. And the costumes, although I think the production design in this film was great, um, mm. they were very, the costumes were very, um, yeah, just kind of over the top theatrical, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. And once I got into the whole feel of the movie, I was into it. But it did take me a while to get there. The first song... Um, it took a couple songs to get into it. And okay. I wasn't a huge fan of Will Smith singing. I like when he's more ad-libbing and rapping as far as singing goes. I didn't think he was 
uh, the best at it. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. It, it kind of, I was wondering, have you listened to it back? Listen to the soundtrack? No. At all? Would that change my it, mind? No, it kind of sounds like it's not him sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I'm wondering if, if during the more, the actual singing, not the rapping, but the real singing parts, it doesn't really sound like him. Uh, it's huh. kind of weird. But anyway, yeah. continue. Um, so anyway, so I, I think I agree with you though on the bad. Um, I did not like Jafar in this, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the whole performance, even the way that he was written. Um, I don't know if it's so much the acting as much as, as just the story. They try to give him a little bit more of a backstory in this one than was in the original, mm. um, which in some ways was kind of cool, but anyway, we can talk more about that sure. in spoilers. Um, yeah, the new song I was not a fan of mm-hmm. with Jasmine. Um, and, yeah, CJ was kind of cheesy. Honestly, Will Smith, I thought, did a fine job. I thought there were parts where he did really well. And I think the, th- the areas where he were um, really excelled in was when he kind of gave it his own spin and was yeah. Will Smith. The parts that I thought fell flat was when he tried to kind of repeat things that were the, what the genie did in Aladdin because, or in the original animated Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You just can't top Robin Williams. I, I, I no just, doubt. I mean, I just, I don't see how you remake um, Aladdin without Robin Williams, without ha- without being disappointed mm. in the genie. So it's not Will Smith's fault by any means. It's just he had very large shoes to fill, and I don't think he filled them. As far as the good, surprisingly to me, I think the what stole the show for me was um, Nassim Pedrad from SNL. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was great in this. She was funny. Every scene she was in, I my eyes were on her, and I just thought she was hilarious. She she was my favorite thing about the whole the whole movie. I I thought she was just great. Wow. Um, and I thought Will Smith and Mina Massad had really good chemistry together. Mm. Um, separately. Uh, I didn't think they were as good, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but it does. Yeah. So overall, once I got into it, I I enjoyed it. I will say it's better than I thought it was going to be. I think, mm. um, I think people that saw the original Aladdin that liked it will enjoy this film, but it does not compare to the original. Hmm. Um, for me anyway. Yeah. So no, I definitely agree. I mean, it's definitely not the original. Uh, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, and so it kind of le- left me wondering. It, uh, really, I left the theater just really wanting to watch the original again. Yeah. And good, in my head, I, yeah, I know. Well, now I know I can't. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. Um, yeah, but it was, I don't know. I, I kind of just left questioning, like, why remake that? I mean, I know why, mm. because it makes millions and millions of dollars, <laughs> and they yeah. didn't, you know, they could half try and make a movie, and it sells out yeah. like that because it's Disney. So anyway, yeah. so that's kind of how I felt about it. Um, yeah. So what do you think? As far as recommending to our audience, should they see it in theaters or stream it when it comes out, if it ever can be streamed because it's Disney, um, or right, skip right. it? Uh, well, I'm actually, I think that's probably the reason why Aladdin is off of uh, all platforms to rent or purchase, probably because of Disney+. Plus. So yeah. this may be available to stream true, uh, true. On, on Disney+. Plus. Um it's a tough one because I really did enjoy it. Um, I I did think it was fun. I actually I saw an IMAX and I thought uh, I thought that was good. I think the the music really popped on the IMAX speakers. So for me, I do I do think the theatrical experience enhanced this. I think I'd probably be more bored more bored watching it at home. Mm. Um, 
but at the same time, I don't think it's one you need to rush out and see because it's it's not extraordinary. It's 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 good, uh, but not much more. So, um, man, that's a tough one. I'm I'm really caught on that one. I guess I would say see it in theaters. I think I think that if you're a fan of Aladdin, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think you you're not going to walk away too disappointed. I think you'll have a fine time. You're probably not going to be over the moon. It's not going to come close to the original, but as long as you accept that, mm-hmm. uh, I think you can have a good time with it. So yeah, so I, I'll say a very weak recommendation, but theater worthy. Yes. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. I I don't know if this film is for everyone, but I was going in yeah. kind of a Debbie Downer on it anyway, and I ended up mm. enjoying a lot of it. So yeah. I think there's hope that most people will enjoy it. And I would definitely recommend it for families because, uh, yeah. oh, the, the theater I was in was packed full of families. Mm. And when I was walking out, all of them were just giving it rave reviews. And nice. like, so I think families yeah. will enjoy it for sure. Yeah. I think talking about Will Smith's character, I think I, you know, when I was thinking about this film, I was not excited for it. And I thought Will Smith was was miscast because, you know, who like you said, who's going to step into those shoes of Robin Williams? You can't do it. And so in my mind, the only person I thought could step into the shoes would be like Jim Carrey. Right. Because he's Mm -hmm. still got that. He's got that like manic, uh, super fast type of humor. Yeah. uh, Super zany. And obviously that's not Will Smith. And I thought, so that's what I thought, you know, before seeing the film. After seeing the film, I do think it was a wise choice to cast Will Smith because he's not somebody who can fill Robin Williams' shoes. He's not somebody who's going to try to be Robin Williams. He's going to try to do his own thing. And so in that way, I I think it worked for me because it was still hilarious. It's just a totally different type of humor. Right. Uh, Like uh, the song Friend Like Me was only okay in Mm -hmm. this film. And it's because... The whole reason it worked in the original, which, again, I haven't seen in a few years, but from my recollection, the reason it worked is because it capitalized on the zany, fast, referential humor of Robin Williams, where here it doesn't really work with Will Smith. Right. So, so like, that song didn't really work for me, but Prince Ali worked for me, and the... Um, just, just like you said, their chemistry, the chemistry between Will Smith and Mina Masad, uh, that really worked for me. So, um, so yeah, I think I, I laughed a lot when, whenever yeah. Jeannie was talking. And so, to me, that was that was the best part of the film. You know, what's funny is um, <laughs> as you're watching it, you may think that Will Smith is playing a very familiar role because he's basically playing his Hitch character, but with powers. <laughs> oh man. That had not even occurred to me, and that's absolutely accurate. That is so funny. Wow. Yep. So anyway, is there anything else that you want to add before we jump into spoilers? I'm just really disappointed with Speechless, honestly, because I, I, I don't know how – we've talked about it a lot mm-hmm. on the podcast, uh, so I don't know how you feel. I freaking love La La Land. La La Land is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. And uh, the songwriters, uh, Pasek and Paul, wrote Speechless. and so. Really? Yes, huh. and so I was kind of, you know, excited to hear it uh, because they obviously did fantastic with the with the songs in La La Land. I don't like Greatest Showman very much, but they did that. And so now, um, yeah, so I was just really disappointed. I think, um, yeah, it just it was just very boring, and I felt like it was a total outlier on the soundtrack. It didn't match the tone no, or the musical it style. It definitely felt like an added song. Yeah, I mean, it really did. Yeah, and the lyrics were just very on the nose and yes, not very, oh my gosh. I don't know. I just didn't think it was very well thought out. It was just. That, 
that's a great way to put it because I loved the 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 feminist spin that they were putting on Aladdin. Mm-hmm. You know, how, you know how she is somebody who's told what to do all the time, and she needs to, or she she should be empowered to to take her role and all that stuff. But exactly like you said, the 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 song said all of those things like just out right. loud. It just said it all, and it kind of took away the power of that theme that it had. Yeah, right. Pretty weak for sure. Yeah. Um, what did you think of? Are you a fan of Guy Ritchie in general? Do you have you watched many of his films? Um, I don't know that I'm necessarily a fan or not a fan, but um, yeah, because you know he's a very stylistic director, and with Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Sherlock Holmes, he has you know this style that is unique. Not necessarily uh, sometimes it can take you out of the film, and that's how mm-hmm. I feel a lot of times with his films. Um, so there were only, I think he was very toned down. I, I, if you didn't tell me it was a Guy Ritchie movie, I might not know, but what did you think of during, um, one step ahead, the, the Aladdin song near the beginning where uh-huh. he's like running from the people. Yeah. Um, they, th- what did you think of sometimes they had, they like slowed things down, but had him still singing in time, uh, that and was vice ri- versa. They yeah. sped it up and, and did that. What did you think of that? I thought it was weird. It was, yeah. uh, yes, I agree. Yeah, it was I, actually, and and that's part of the reason why it took me so long to get into it because it didn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was very strange, and I feel like sometimes yeah. they even he even sang slow. Which yeah, he just, did. And I'm I'm a musical person, so I was just like, oh, this is dragging, and like yeah. like literally dragging, not because of the yeah. movie slow, but like in rhythm yeah. and time, we are dragging here. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't think that sequence really worked. And honestly, I, I was kind of disappointed. Like I, I don't know. I guess it was kind of cool. Aladdin did some cool little flips to escape or whatever. But I rem- and obviously I know you can do a lot more in an actual animation than in real life. But I feel like they could have done a lot cooler stunts in that yes. in that whole sequence. And I honest, I was just kind of underwhelmed by it. You, you know what I think? I, I think that. Well, for one, that was one of the few sequences that felt like Guy Ritchie. Like that's a total Guy Ritchie thing, like slowing things down, speeding things up. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not a big fan of when he does that. And it, I, I actually liked the the very small portion of the song when it was slowed down, because I thought that gave a cool effect while he was still singing. Like you know, he was mm-hmm. mouthing the words in time. And um, well, you said it was dragging, but you know, to to the music. Right. And but it was slowed down. I thought that was interesting. But then every time it sped up, it just looked weird it looked like an old like silent film kind of style like it was just very bizarre i didn't like that at all but um yeah i i totally agree about the stunts uh i thought that sequence was really boring um not to set aside this the slowing down speeding up thing the sequence was just not that interesting and and which is weird because guy Ritchie is kind of an action director uh more than anything and so that was that was a very underwhelming sequence and i i I wonder if it's the music that got in his way right because he's got to have them singing in time he's got to have them you know doing all these things and it's kind of i'm sure that it's an extremely difficult thing to direct an action sequences an action sequence while somebody's singing i'm sure that's very difficult and that's kind of what it felt like is like that he couldn't get past that yeah, I could see that. It, it definitely felt like someone had a plan but was being mm. constrained by a song. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally felt that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't we just jump right into some spoilers then? The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. 
Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. All right, so let's talk about some spoilers, shall we? If you have not seen yes. the film, stop listening now. <laughs> um, okay, so there's a lot of things that we can talk about. I mean, I don't really know how much we'd actually be spoiling because it's right. essentially the same story <laughs> as the original Okay, but one thing that was definitely new that I want to talk about first because it's the first thing that's on my mind. Um, the very end, we, we've talked about it already, but the Speechless song when mm-hmm. Princess Jasmine, they're they're taking her away. Jafar has just become Sultan, which, by the way, I don't remember. I don't remember the original in this particular part what actually happened. But when Jafar wishes to become a Sultan. I didn't. It doesn't make sense that all of a sudden everyone would just right obey him because all he got was a costume change. Which, yes, which was anyway. Totally agree. I, I, that whole sequence was really weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Um, okay, so anyway, so he becomes Sultan. Somehow convinces the guards to also believe he's Sultan, even though they saw him just wish to become Sultan. Um, <laughs> So, and they, he says, take Jasmine away, takes her away, and then as she's walking away, suddenly she goes into song, and she's singing the song that she had sang earlier, which is speechless, only it's a longer version of it, and mm-hmm. the words are a little bit different of how she's not going to stay quiet. Um, and the, the men start disappearing. Yeah. What on <laughs> earth does that mean? Yeah. That was so weird. Okay, what did you think about that? Yeah, no, that entire sequence from what happens with Jafar all the way through when um, after the song, everything about that sequence was bizarre. I completely agree when all the men were starting to turn and, you know, be loyal to Jafar. I thought the exact same thing. Why? Like what right. I, I get, I get that he was kind of, he was the one who worked with the guards before. So I guess maybe it's just their loyalty was already kind of with Jafar, but now it's official. I guess you could explain it away that way. But, but then also if you think about what actually happened in the scene, it was literally Jafar became Sultan and then all the guards, including, um, what was the, what was the one guard's name? Oh, uh, was it, uh, Hakim? Was it Hakim? Hakim. That's right. Yeah. So, um, all the guards become loyal to, to Jafar. Now that he's Sultan, including Hakim, who is, I guess maybe the head guard or something like that. And, and then they take Jasmine away. She walks like 10 feet away. And then, you know, remove the song because that didn't, ha- you know, she didn't break out in song in front of everybody. Every- the world was paused. Then she just turns right around and says, Hakeem, don't be loyal to Jafar. Be loyal to me. And then he says, okay. Right. That's the whole, like, that's all that happened. What, 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 that was so easy. Are you, like, that was so stupid. All she needed to do was open her mouth. Like, I get the message of she won't stay quiet. You know, uh, don't just tell women to be quiet. I get it. And that's a great message. But she that's literally all she had to do was say no. Like, it was right. too easy. You, she could have skipped that whole song and just done yes. it ahead of time. Yeah, but the thing that really annoyed me during the song, once you realize that it's not actually happening, because you don't know. When I'm watching right, right. it, I'm like, okay, what is happening? Does she, does she have powers? Did she sneakily? <laughs> like, this is a plot twist. This is not in the original. Why are these men disappearing? And maybe they wanted you to kind of know it wasn't real. I don't know. But I feel like it would have been way more powerful 
first of all, to just cut it all together. But yes. second of all, if they're going to do the song because they paid money for people to write this song and they want to put it in there, sure. Mm. Then have the men maybe turn and listen to her as opposed to just disappearing. Like, right. What does that even... What does that even mean? It was, and well, the whole thing was weird because it was all frozen. Yeah. Like, the time was all frozen. So that's how I took it to be, okay, this isn't really happening because it's all frozen. But it also just looked horrible. Like yeah. the, her walking through. I specifically remember some of the flames that were frozen in time as she walked through singing this song. Mm-hmm. It looked so, so bad. I couldn't believe it, how terrible the visual effects were in, in, in throughout that entire sequence. I really very much disliked almost everything about that entire sequence. Yeah, it was cheesy and very on the nose. And and I, I do like how they wanted to empower Jasmine more in this film than Absolutely. in the original. Like I totally respect that. It's a great message. Um, but when you do it, when you're so on the nose about it, it yeah. almost just, it almost just defeats the purpose. Like just empower her through her story and her character, not through her, her having to say that she's mm-hmm. this and that, like let her do it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree. Okay. I'm curious. What did you think about, uh, so in the original, uh, the, it's just some random, like salesperson that sings Arabian Nights who opens and yeah. closes the movie. What did you think of it opening and closing with Will Smith? It was interesting. Uh, I was curious where they were going to go with it. I was wondering if it was going to be like um, like a question mark of did this really happen or not? And then obviously we, mm-hmm. we get the answer that it's real and he, he turned into a human, which I, I can't remember how it ends, the, how the original ends. Uh, obviously I know Genie was free, but I can't remember. Does he turn human? Do you know? Yeah, he wishes him free, and he kind of just packs his bags. And um, so, in the original, he does not wish to be a human. He just becomes a free genie. So he still has all That's his powers, and he just kind of goes away and just does whatever he wants. That's what I thought. Where in yeah. this one, he wishes to be human, so it was different. Yeah, I mean, it was it was um, it was interesting. I think it, it was a. It was, like I said, I want to give it props for doing something slightly different. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not greatly different, but whereas you have Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella and Jungle Book and all these were, they felt like shot for shot remakes almost. Mm -hmm. This one was doing something, you know, something a little bit different. And it didn't really affect the film positively or negatively for me. It was just kind of, oh, okay, that's that's different. I think Will Smith, like I said kind of earlier, his voice, I don't know, it wasn't bad. Right. Um, I I really liked Arabian Nights. I will say that was that might have been my favorite track on the uh, in the entire soundtrack because in my theater at least with uh, in IMAX, I mean when the percussion comes in, uh-huh. it was booming. It was huge and <laughs> really big, and I loved it because I I was so unexpected because because in the original Arabian Nights is kind of a chill song, kind of setting the stage for this kind of mystery kind of mystic feel. Right. And here it was like, no, this is a big adventure, and so I really like that. But his voice at the beginning is it feels weird. It it doesn't feel like Will Smith at all. No. Um, not bad, but just feels weird. Yeah, I remember feeling when he holds out the long note at the end. Like, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad, but it was just like, that doesn't that doesn't sound like him. Yeah, yeah, remember, totally. I remember thinking that. Um, what did you think of that whole, the whole genie thing? Um, I, I liked that he became human and was able to have a family. I liked that there was another love connection between him and um, mm-hmm. uh, Nassim. That, yeah. I honestly, I mean, that was my favorite thing of the whole thing i've already said that i thought they were great hilarious together yeah, that especially added her a nice level 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of, I can't tell if I, I don't know if I like it or not because on one hand it kind of gave it away by him being on the boat. And then you're like, Oh, well obviously he's going to be set free. But I'm like, eh, we all know he's going to be set free anyway, because we all know Aladdin. So uh, that's probably just me being nitpicky, but yeah, I I liked it. I liked that they had kids. I liked that. She said, we're going to have two kids three years apart and called (laughs) it all out. And like, Oh, we've already seen your kids in the opening. Um, yeah, that was good. So yeah, I thought I thought it was fine. Um, what did you think? I don't know if you felt this way or not, but um, one of the iconic things that Robin Williams says is, and maybe it's not iconic. Maybe I just remember it as a child. But, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, when he's talking, when he's explaining the lamp and everything to Aladdin, how he's got super cosmic powers or whatever that line is, and he goes in itty bitty mm. space. Yeah, um, yeah. When Will Smith did it, I cringed. I don't know if you did felt you? that way. Yeah, it was like... I didn't feel that way. Okay, maybe it was just me. But in my head, I was just like, oh, that's... that." I heard Robin Williams' voice in my head, and it just yeah. it didn't work for me. Just that, just that well, line. What I, what I appreciated is, like you said, that's like the only line... I mean, maybe... I'm sure there were other lines that were repeated, of course, but there, I, I didn't feel like throughout they were trying to do Robin Williams. And right. so... I felt like that was more a callback than him trying to do what Robin Williams did. Yeah. And so I, that's how I just took it as a callback. So it didn't, it didn't bother me. Um, I understand why it would bother you, but yeah, it didn't bother me. Okay. So that was just me being very pro Robin <laughs> Williams and being dumb. I'm always pro Robin Williams. I can't fault you there. Yeah. I will say there were several moments in this film where I was, that had a lot of nostalgia that gave me chills, not necessarily because the film was good in and of itself but just because it was um it, i don't know just reminded me of my childhood and like oh this is hmm. cool that they're bringing it back um yeah. what did you think of the the whole a whole new world song and that scene yeah i thought it was good i mean uh like i said in my review i i thought the best thing about it is how to me uncanny it was how their voices not just in that song but but throughout their performances it really felt like Aladdin and Jasmine, like from the from the uh, animated film. Like I think it was spot on casting. Um, just the way it felt, everything felt really very similar. I thought the I thought the whole scene was really good. I thought the, uh, I thought the visual effects were hit and miss, but yeah. some of it was really nice. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a good sequence overall and and a good version of the song. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought it, it was fine. It didn't... I mean, everyone was waiting for that song because that's yeah, one of yeah. the most beloved songs in the whole Disney franchise. Um, yes. You know. And I think that's wisely why. That, that's probably, like, the most the most similar to the original. I think yeah. they didn't do anything to touch that song, which I think was wise. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I do... Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of other things to talk about. <laughs> it's like, okay, what do you say? Oh, you know, I was disappointed that Jafar didn't turn into a giant snake at the end. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was disappointed with pretty much everything of Jafar. That's, you know what I mean? Like, it was true. just... He really and, wasn't and I that scary either. He wasn't. And I don't think... I sincerely don't think that that's the actor's fault. Uh, I don't yeah. think he gave a bad performance. He just gave a performance that was for an entirely different role. I yeah. mean, that didn't... Jafar in in the original didn't feel remotely young. No, um, I mean this guy felt the same age as Jasmine in Aladdin. Um, yeah, 
I I imagine Jafar as an as an older guy, um, not that far off from the Sultan's age. I mean, right. why is this young dude demanding to be in charge? Like it just doesn't. It kind of makes sense that an older guy is trying to unseat the Sultan and grab power and stuff. And it just didn't work as a young, attractive dude. You know, it just didn't right. make any sense. No. Yeah, Jafar. The whole everything around Jafar was just kind of meh. <laughs> yeah, it really was that, and that, and that took away any, uh, I don't know, fear or menacing or anything like that. It just, it just, he wasn't a scary villain. He, he felt more like annoying than than scary because he was kind of like just a whiny dude who wants power. And right. So, yeah, I mean, and he weird. had that staff, but yeah, you know, I don't know. He was just, yeah, he was just kind of there. Anyway, yeah. I, um, I would say it's remarkable how um, whatever his name is, Jasmine's dad. Uh, felt very much. I mean, he looks a lot different, but felt very much like the uh, like her dad in the original. I, yeah, uh, I thought so film. too. I mean, obviously, the Sultan in the animated is super short, like right, super midget, short, midget super chubby. Short. Yeah, but I actually thought that he, rem- out of all of out of anyone that was cast, I actually thought he was the most yeah uh, similar to the original Sultan. For some I just reason, think this film is. I just think this film is so remarkably uh, remarkably well cast. Outside of Jafar, I think pretty much everybody nailed their roles, felt good in their roles. Um, I I just think it's a very good cast all around. Again, yeah. with the one exception. So I'm that was that was one of the best things about the film for sure. Yeah, part of me wishes that they would have just gone full Bollywood and just done a whole right like like really embrace the culture and everything that's allowed instead of having a white British guy direct it sure but sure and and you know uh, um i've heard some other people point this out and i thought this throughout the film the accents were kind of all over the place Mm -hmm. um you know aladdin and jasmine had american accents right um and so did genie of course uh and then but the sultan and jafar did not and some of the people they interact with it, it was just kind of where where are we? What are we trying to do here? I didn't know. I don't right. know why they didn't just go with accents. I guess they didn't want to be too different uh, from the original. Right. Maybe. And maybe they uh, were just wanting to cater to kids so they could understand it better. Amer- I mean, Very specifically true. American kids. Um, yeah. It's a good point. But yeah, no, I, for what it is, as a family, more of a kid's film, I, you know, they did what they thought was best but i would have much more respect for them if they actually were to do like a full-on you know arabian middle eastern Mm. aladdin um, and really embrace the culture and um yeah because i mean i don't know and i obviously i am not part of that culture but i i wonder how someone like from india or from the middle east would feel from watching that if like i don't know if they would feel misrepresented or not well, you know, obviously one one positive thing we can give to this film is is that they didn't whitewash the cast. Yes, uh, thankfully, which is thankfully, very good. Yes, that was obviously a a very real possibility, and they avoided <laughs> it there. So so that was good casting people from from the culture. So that that was great. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I think it felt like a it felt like a clearly like an American film mm-hmm. that was just you know using using some of the culture. But again, I'm not part of the culture either, so I it's it I can't really comment on that. Yeah, yeah, same. But overall, you know, look, like I said, I'm just not a big fan of a lot of these remakes. Yeah. Um, not, and I don't think any of them, maybe outside of Dumbo, have been actually bad. Um, uh-huh. They've just been boring to me. Beauty and the Beast is perfectly fine. Cinderella, I think I might have liked Cinderella the best, but I haven't watched it since, the, since theaters. Yeah. Jungle Book was perfectly fine. 
Um, Alice in Wonderland was fine. Yeah. And, I think and, my favorite and, of all of them was Beauty and the Beast, but I don't really yeah. have a reason for that. <laughs> Honestly, it's I'm just kind of like, Disney, why? I mean, I know why. Exactly. It's money. It's money. Yeah. But there's so many great artists and creatives mm-hmm. and people that are making original content that people aren't going to go see because they Disney remade another movie of theirs mm-hmm. that they've that is just it's just a shoe in i mean and we do yeah. it we're the reason we both went out and right. saw the movie yeah so it's true you know i mean that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i agree i i i so far all of these including aladdin and which i i enjoyed i've definitely liked aladdin but all of them have felt pointless because they're not that different from the originals mm-hmm. and for all of them the originals are, are superior for all of them so right. far and so it is you know creatively what's the point of you know obviously the money but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping i'm i'm worried about lion king i know, you know? I was, yep i was about to bring it up i really hope that they don't just butcher it you know and they won't i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be bare minimum it's gonna be good right um but i want more than good right. i want this i want all of these to be great because they're based on on truly great films yeah and and so they should be better than good yeah if you're not um, gonna try to at least make it better than the original yeah. like what's the point and Take i know some risks the, the point is the money i get it yeah but yeah but but lion king will be interesting because the, the cast for that granted Amazing. it's all voices and it's not actually live action it's just better mm. animation yeah. which we've been over um yeah. but actually i think i might like that better because it'll still feel like i don't know maybe it'll still feel like the same film but then well, i'm like why don't i just was- watch the same film Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. My problem is, and I mean, we're getting on a total tangent, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. with, with Jungle Book, my problem with Jungle Book um, is it looked beautiful. Clearly, the visuals are just amazing. Visual effects are fantastic. Some of the best ever. Um, but those, a real bear isn't as cute as an animated bear. No. And so trying to go with this live action realism for animals and and actually i felt the same with beauty and the beast with like the can uh, i forget the character's names lumiere and and cogsworth and all of them yeah when they look like a real clock it's creepy it's not cute yeah it's, it's yeah it's, <laughs> and so i so that's how it's i true. felt even with lion king trailers it's beautifully not shot but it's beautifully created beautifully animated but it just doesn't look as loving and as cute and uh, as funny yeah. as when it's animated, like actually, you know, cartoon uh, animated. So that's my biggest problem is I'm just like, I think it's going to be perfectly fine, but yeah. it lacks the heart when you're just watching what appears to be real lions walking around, you know? Right. Because yeah, there's no lions in the world that are going to come up to you and start singing. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, you know, obviously jungle book was not, really a musical they had just a tiny bit of singing so singing seeing real lions breaking out into song will be very interesting i'm very curious i I have no idea what this is gonna be yeah i don't know but beyonce's in it so exactly donald glover come on (laughs) yeah i know that that cast though is pretty awesome i am excited to i don't know i just i don't know anymore (laughs) disney stop it i know they're taking over it's the gonna world. be good it's gonna be good but i want it to be more than that yes just like aladdin it was it was very good and i did enjoy it but i did want more yep agreed well i don't think i have anything more to say about aladdin do you nope i think we have covered it all right well that's a wrap for our review of disney's aladdin don't forget to check us out on social media and join us next week we are going to be reviewing the new godzilla 
Mm. That's going to be exciting, big monsters. All right, we'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.